can. I called it out for you. Okay. <laughs> What up, guys? Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners. This is a full spoiler rewatch. First watch? It's not a rewatch because it's just airing. Game of Thrones. I don't know. Show discussion? Sure, I like that. That. I'm Zach. This is Nate. Uh, if you've caught our usual chapters, normally we, we are doing a reread of the books, but while season 8 is airing and it's the last season of the show, we decided to go ahead and cover that. So this episode will be focused on episode 2 of season 8. Correct, but we... we... Oh, go for it. Oh, are you going to let me go? I guess. Are, are you sure? I guess. So what that means is that episode 1 has aired. Now, the format started out with us five minutes after watching the show. No talking about it. We got right behind the mic and started discussing... So we didn't have any time to really wrap our heads around everything. Because of that, we, you know, jumped to some conclusions. We flew through our thoughts and didn't have time to process stuff. So we want to start this episode out by going over and addressing a little bit about episode one again. And mentioning, you know, go over some of the feedback we we received for that episode. Yeah, so if you're looking just for... Uh our coverage of episode two we will be doing it this episode there's going to be a break here in the episode yeah, i'll put a little tam- time stamp so if you want to skip all of this stuff the the our discussion our rediscussion of episode one yeah. after we've had a week to digress and um <clears throat> so yeah we'll just dive right in i still i still kind of stand by a lot of what i said i know uh we we got and we've been getting some great feedback and we appreciate all of it but a lot of people have been saying that I went a little, I went a little well, hard. Why don't we start with our first email, if that's the case? Because I think she even uh, addresses it. In yeah, there. yeah, we could, we and could then, definitely. Uh, so we, yes, we got. So we got uh, an email, an email that we're, we really wanted to read out and go over a bit of because we really enjoyed the discussion that it spawned, not just between me and the emaily, but the uh, between me and Zach as well. So. First of all, Brandy, thank Brandy, you so much for writing in. Thank you so in. much, Brandy. We, we appreciate it. You raised a lot of great points, so yeah, we're excited and, to address uh, them. So let me just go ahead and read yeah, out this email. Yeah, just read it. So, hey, guys, big fan of the show. It's not easy finding podcasts that don't place all their focus on the show. Books are always better. Agreed. Duh. Thank you. We appreciate uh, you being a big so fan. So I'm not sure I agree with everything y'all mentioned about the first episode of Season 8. First, I think Sansa and Arya are up to something bigger. I don't think this is Sansa being salty about Danny being the established queen and John bending the knee to her. I'm also a little surprised that y'all are. Hold on. So we'll, we're going <laughs> to. Carrie. Uh, Carrie. Uh, Carrie. Brandy. Brandy, sorry. We are going to go through uh, and try to address this point by point. The, I went a little hard on Sansa, a lot of people said. Um, I stand by what I said. My issue with Sansa isn't the decisions she's making, isn't her trepidation of Danny, it's the cattiness. She's being sort of a bitch toward Danny, and in all honesty, Danny has the biggest fucking army and the best chance they have of defeating the army of the dead. Sansa may not like Jon's decisions, but being a bitch to Danny isn't gonna resolve this in any way. I agree. Sansa's focusing on how they're gonna eat. Very and how important. They're gonna yeah, yes. absolutely. Sansa's not being dumb. I'm not saying that at all. I just don't like the cattiness, the bitchiness. There's a different way she could go about it. The we've as we were just watching right before we we started talking here we were watching the trailer for episode 2 I am given some hope that they might be able to get past their shit. Yeah, I'm really in hoping episode. episode two they're going to kind of resolve. So some I had said that I was just done with Sansa's character, and I kind of am. Um, 
I'm not super interested in what develops with her. If her and Danny can get by it, then great. I'm in Sansa's corner again. If not, I'm not surprised and I'm not really too upset about it. Um, so I agree. I don't just think it's just pettiness with with Danny and John. I don't know if her and Arya are up to something. So that's my next thing is I I had posed a little bit of chagrin about the how harsh Arya was towards John, and I don't think that that's actually a a thing. I think that's her kind of backing Sansa, saying, "Listen, we're family. I've got my family's back." Lone backs. wolf dies, and the you pack know. survives. Yo. And so I think it's just her showing how she's grown and how she's still family driven. I would love Arya and Sansa to have some plan, but. I find that hard to believe just in that I don't see Arya plotting about John behind his back. Nor do I see Sansa. No, yeah, uh, I don't know. think Sansa's reached the level yet of – I think she's very unhappy. But So the next point yeah, goes on. Yeah, so next, you, you, uh, Brandy had mentioned, I'm also a little surprised that y'all are surprised Cersei slept with Euron. That's what she does to get what she wants. A good example is the Kettle Blacks. Absolutely. That's one of the issues with us having a – book and show yes. different episodes and i i've responded back to brandy and she replied you know and understood what i was saying is that for the most part cersei uses sex as a weapon in the books yeah and i think she we absolutely count, i think we does. counted in the show she really only sleeps with robert baratheon jamie lannister and lancel lannister uh, yeah as far as i can remember if there's others just let us yeah know. let us know and now you're on himself and my my biggest thing with it wasn't the surprise that she would sleep with him. It was just how repulsed she looked by him when he rubbed her stomach. And, like, the fact that she's putting herself in that position. Because Cersei has worked this whole series to get to a position where she's got power and no longer is at the whim of these weak men that she, you know, has to, to fuck to, yeah. to, you know, because she was told to. And so she's choosing now to fuck Euron, who really... Which, and she was just saying, yeah, that whole speech If right you want a queen, yeah. earn her, yeah. So it, that was more my confusion. Absolutely, Cersei uses sex as a weapon, and I get your point there, too, Yes, though. definitely. So the next part, also, I also think the Night's King is on the way to King's Landing, not Winterfell. I don't think he's going to risk losing his dragon. One against two aren't good odds, and he's smart. Plus, it could have just been in the books, but I seem to remember a vision Danny had in the House of the Undying of the Throne Room. That was in the show. You're correct there. Both, uh, it did yep, occur yep. in both, and I addressed that in my email back to her, that it does happen in both of them. Um, I see Danny slowly turning into her father. It's been building with each season. Yes. And was especially obvious when she burned the Tarleys in their armor. Sound familiar? She also didn't seem to show any remorse when That's telling That's one of Sam. my favorite points of this email. Danny's face when she tells Sam is just, mm, mm. Like, it is what it is. And my heart broke for Samuel Tarly just watching him. Like, now, I, I, I do see sort of the transformation. I don't think she's going to go full on. So I forget exactly what I said during the first episode, but um, I know I had mentioned at my surprise that Sam responded the way he did. I I back that fully and much more forcefully yeah. now. Um, I definitely could understand Sam being upset about his brother. I think Danny could have been a little less harsh towards him in her her way that she delivered that news to him but i feel like for the most part this is just the shock and a way for the writers to yeah, deliver to some get, lines. Uh, well it seems like a way to sort of draw his line in the sand with john and yes. give him the line would she, she took would, off her would, you, you took off your yeah. crown would she and i don't think that that's an accurate re response i know that he's upset about about his father and brother but i think it's more at the shock of the loss because Fuck, fuck Randall Tarly. Brandy brings up another point as well, that her comments that dragons eat whatever they want rub me the wrong way, too. 
Wasn't it shown in the show that Drogon ate a little girl? Where is that remorse? Maybe I'm being hard on her, but I'm not a big fan of show Danny. I agree. This last couple seasons, she seems to have lost her way. What happened to the breaking of the wheel? What happened to, you know, a fair trial that Barristan Selmy claims for, for the son of the harpy when he kills, you know, someone that they had in prison? Right. All of these things sort of have gone from her now, and now let's just roast these men in the armor, and yeah, dragons eat whatever they want. Yeah, children. Remember that? When you had a whole big fucking conundrum about that? I absolutely, I think Brandy has a no, great yeah. point there. And I had, uh, I had responded back with in that part with her response about dragons eating whatever they want. I feel like that's just kind of this, you know, angsty bitchiness that she's throwing and not a... But again, similar to what we said about Sansa, there's other ways to do this. Yeah. You you know, Sansa wasn't being a bitch there. I mean, she was... She oh, had she a little, definitely She had was. the attitude there she behind the words. She definitely was. But at the same time, that was, again... Actually, uh, looking back at it, I've rewatched that scene since. She reminds me of Cersei there. Yeah. Like, she's channeling and Cersei And I think there. that's what they, the, the writers are intending, mm-hmm. but I don't... Sansa, again, was addressing a real problem. There's a huge army, but... And if either of them had approached it differently, Sansa could have said, listen, I know you brought this great army to help us. How are we going to feed it? What can we do? Again, I think they could be gal pals. If, like, Sansa went up to Danny and was just like, hey, so my brother was pretty stupid and just kneeling to you before, like, discussing with the North because this is why. You, You burned our grandfather and our uncle, like, alive, and the North... The North remembers type thing. I also want to go back. Uh, she had mentioned the point you read it that the, the Night's King isn't on his way yes. to Winterfell. So and that's what you I, had I spelled that down as well. So, um, and I replied to her with that as well. My little theory that, that yeah. the Night King isn't dumb. He's he, not going to risk his dragon two in against two one. Yeah. So he's going to similar to the what Rob Stark did to Jamie. Send Lannister. his army. He's going to, to send his army to Winterfell to distract them. But he and maybe a small portion are going to fly directly to King's Landing and maybe raise them in a yes. cinch pinch their move. And so I feel like that's where the Kyburn request from Cersei to Bronn is going to come into play because on top of Bran probably being able to see that, Mm -hmm. Bronn may see the dragon flying. Yeah, definitely. And be able to give the North, hey... Like, he's going down there to do some shit. Who knows what's so, up? So, uh, Brandy goes on to say, I definitely think Bran knows how all this goes down. I think he may know of the Night King's plan to go south, and that could be why he doesn't seem to emphasize the urgency of the situation other than the one time he mentions it. Maybe that's what he will tell Bran, uh, tell Jamie. Bran, of course, is always hard to read. Uh, agreed. Um, I'm really excited for... <sighs> Jamie's trial has been... I, without a doubt, even before the season became, like, announced, I knew Jamie was going to be standing trial before this sort of Absolutely. exact court. And I think everybody did. I'm not claiming to be yeah, some Yeah, and uh, I definitely think that Bran knows something. I think that Bran has a plan, actually, as I well. think Bran I has a, a mission for Jamie or a job for Jamie. But, yeah, Bran, as, as Brandy mentions, is a very tough read. And then and she just so. says some uh, some lingering details that I think are important, but I'm not quite sure how. Kyburn telling one of the girls with Bran that she would be dead from the pox within the year. Will the pox break out, uh, giving the Night so King addressing a large that, We also discussed that. Yes. I, I have no fucking clue what it means. Honestly, I think it could be... An a, a, a sort of a reference to the Pale Mare in Dance of Dragons as well with yeah, Danny I, deal, dealing with that. Because I, I was feeling like part of it could just be, you know, we got to remember he was an ex-member uh, of the Citadel. He does have those healer capabilities. Mm-hmm. So the Pox could very well just be something that him as a healer recognizes and knows that she's pretty pretty down with it. Yeah. It could also be something that he he's involving with his plans. He's been studying that kind of disease and stuff. So who knows? It could mean anything. But And as the last point, Brandy noticed, as did 
quite a lot of us. Uh, once the Umber Kid was set on fire and it all went up in flames, it looked like the Targaryen sigil at first glance. I'm unsure, though, because it was more than the three heads of the dragon, so maybe the Greyjoy sigil? Anyway, thanks for the show. Love it. Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. We love you yes, for writing we in. Really we appreciate it. it. Such um, good questions. We actually do have a bit more points from her in our yeah, follow-up email um, as well. And that's uh, just some ex- extra stuff. I don't know if we need to go over all of them. Because um, really it's responding to what I had just gone over with what I replied to yeah. her. Um, just some small things that she didn't notice that she that I pointed out and that I didn't notice that she pointed out. Um, for instance, the, the, the Night King riding south and how that's similar to Rob and Jamie's capture yes. there. Um, but Mainly, my, my biggest thing from the, the second email, and again, Brandy, we, we appreciate both... I really like this last paragraph she wrote, and she says, Hopefully, we, as hardcore fans of both book and show, aren't reading too much into these nuances. I could believe every little detail is planned if it was George R.R. Uh, R. R. Martin writing it, but it's not anymore, so I'm trying not to let myself down if all of these side questions are just red herrings. Yes. For me, I would love to see the Night King on the Night's King on the throne, maybe with Cersei as his undead queen. How insane would that be? Maybe it's his perchance for chaos that intrigues me, but I think the Night's King is the most fascinating character. And book Varys. I feel like they really dropped the ball on Varys' <laughs> character. Ha! See what I did there? I do so, see what you did there. We definitely got a chuckle out of that. Um, and it would be fucking sick to see the Night's King I have, on the throne. I've actually, um, again, as sort of like thinking in the end game, I've always had this image of my head of, and I've called her uh, Black Widow Cersei, of Black Widow Cersei in the Red Keep, and it's horrible, and Cersei's what's left to rule, what's left of, of humankind, mankind, whatever you want to call it, and it's miserable. It's She's a terrible leader, and it's just this broken woman left leading these broken people, and so to add a little more spice on that and make her the, the bride of the Night's King, ho, ho. Awesome. Um, so again thank you Brandy we appreciate it you raised a lot of great points Um, sorry we didn't get to a lot of other emails Uh, (coughs) we know that a lot of people are you're fucking dying (laughs) over here Jesus I was so excited about Brandy's email can you stop for a second (coughs) apparently not Jesus man so we are at the time of recording this little intro about an hour short of episode 2 airing we will be coming back immediately so, after. Real quick, before we we make this break, um, we've seen the trailer now. We know Jamie's standing trial. We get that excellent line about the the, the bedtime story. Yes. And all the things we would do to that man. You got predictions for this episode? So holy shit, yes. I think, um, I think I don't know who, and it's because especially with the list of characters. Yeah. I think we're getting our first decently major death this episode. I think somebody's gonna die. That's going to be upset, and if not. I think they it's would be upset for if next they die. Well, I'd be upset, but I mean, I'm gonna be pretty upset. I don't even remember. What I, I have. Just said, that's but. the thing. Like, I have no predictions going in here. I'm just taking I, for a ride. I think man. that um, Jamie's going to get off. Not. I think he'll be okay. I don't think it's going to be comfortable for him in that no. fucking that room. I think he's gonna get a lot of shit. Brienne's gonna step up. Take, Brienne's Tyrion's gonna, take gonna step, step up. up. And so yeah, he's gonna have a lot of backup, a lot of support. And I'm really excited to see what what because I feel like we're not going to see that initial reaction between um, or a reunion between Bran and Jamie. I feel like it's gonna cut to somewhere else, and he's already there in the throne or in the in the courtroom or whatever. However that works. So 
it'll be really cool to see the first interactions of Bran towards Jamie and how he's trying to represent yeah, him. Yeah, I'm excited. There was also a, a quick shot of Arya shooting a bow in the the preview, and I'm really curious about that because that calls back to season one when yes, she outbows yeah. Bran. Um, and then just one question I have for you. Are we going to see the Army of the Dead this episode? Yes. Yeah? I think that that's how the episode's going to end. So I guess maybe my, my death might have to wait till the third episode. I, I think we're safe for now until episode three. And but, yeah, I, think... I feel like the, the, this, this episode's going to end with the Army of the Dead arriving. But as of Winter right now, Bell. we only have about an hour left till we have these answers. So we're going to go get off the mic. We're going to get situated, set up, so that we're ready for our, our watch. And we hope you guys will be back in, uh, well, for you, it'll be just a few seconds. Yeah, and for you, it'll be after the break here that's coming up. For and for us, it'll be about another hour. So, so join us for the reaction And right we will after. be a little further unsullied into the last season of Game of Thrones. So we'll see you for the actual talking. Catch you guys in a bit. Yeah, so we just finished the episode about 10, 45 seconds ago or so. 10 to 45. Yo, um, holy fucking shit. I'm pretty holy shook. Holy fucking and shit. And I will proclaim that I have shed my first tears of season eight. Yeah. Um. I. So we should try to start from Yeah, let's start chronologically with Jamie's trial. Um, it opens right up on it. And it went pretty much the way we I expected. I mean, verbatim what we were kind of expecting with people stepping up, so... I thought I was getting teary-eyed when Brienne stepped up. That was fucking dope. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. The would you fight for him? Do you believe he would fight for you type thing? I really enjoyed that. Um, then we got Jamie apologizing to Bran at the God's Tree in the Godswood. And again, was great. Like great. And it, remember, expected this is, as we, it, it went very as Bran saying, you know, you needed to push me out the window to sort of get to where you are now, to where you can fight for and us, and to where I can be, where who I need to be. Yeah, yeah. so, so that exactly as we were expected. Very cool to see it and everything. Yeah. Um. After that, we got. Whew, I don't even really remember. It was so much. Yeah. We're probably going to jump around just like we did for episode one. Yeah. We so then, since I can't remember exactly what came next anyway. Uh, was that when Sansa and Danny sat down and talked? It might have been. Um, so let's do that. I will absolutely eat my fucking crow over my issues, my gripes with Sansa in the first one, because this is exactly what I wanted, and I loved it. I didn't – I was sold on this fucking scene where Danny Ugh. came in and they just hashed it out. Like, this is what we've wanted, basically, in Game of Thrones since so season one. I noticed a recurring theme in this episode was – finishing arguments and fights halfway and then all of a sudden getting interrupted yes. and not being able to finish hashing everything out. Yeah. So it's leaving every every one of the Starks and Danny's disagreements are half settled. Yeah. To where, you know, at the end there, Sansa was like, well, what about the North? What about the North? And again, like, uh, I, I get it all from Sansa. I, I, do you need to add that? Technically, it's what John was doing the whole time, too. Yeah. The, and so I don't see it's not fair point, to At this point, I'm willing to look more in Sansa's favor, though, because uh, it was done. To, you know, she even said, I should have thanked you the second you and arrived that's it. type thing. So now I kind of. But now she's Sansa kind of hoping. Yeah, she's hoping for something in return from the Queen as a sign and of so, like, yeah, whoa. That, that one gets. That, that moment gets interrupted by um, Theon arriving. Yes. Yeah, so this is. I didn't expect to actually get as choked up about okay, that. Okay, here's, as I here's did. the thing. 
This is the first time I've ever experienced emotion about the on emotion about the. I agree. And this was the first tear that dropped for me was Sansa's like reaction to this man who's who saved her from. He Ramsey. was such a he. You know all the terrible things he did. He re- and like I've refused to allow his redemption to yeah to, I'd be like, like fuck I agree. him yeah. fuck him. But like the relief over, that he's gonna be there fighting for her like. It was more for Sansa that I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, man. yeah, no. Like, Sansa's reaction is what. Got and me so, for it. I'm on board with Theon being up there. Doing yeah, that's fine. Now, like she, she sold it for me. If she can, if she can get over it, then who am I to fucking? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that was from there. I don't remember awesome. again if this is chronological, but we got Davos working his soup kitchen magic, <laughs> and uh, the little Shireen type reference. Yeah, that the little was... girl coming up wanting to fight, which was adorable. But yeah, and it was a good way that to show Gilly doing Gilly her part. Gilly helping people and then, get into uh, the crypts. Yeah, I like the way they worked around to convince the little girl to defend the people in the crypts. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I just I thought that was a nice little Shireen yeah, callback, that, even that with the hurt. touch of burnt on her face. But yep, um, it was just so much. Let's. Uh, Arya and Gendry, first they have a very flirtatious moment where Gendry sort of tells Arya he wants her to go into the crypts instead because these things are different than anything yes. you've ever fought. And she just the throwing knives yeah, and dragon like, glass, one, two, three. Because that's when she gives the speech that we heard uh, in the trailer, I think it was. There's many faces Yes, death. death, yeah. I, I'm I look, curious to yeah, see. Yeah, I look forward to this. seeing this one. Um, there was huge sexual tension vibes in that scene. And so since we're on it, let's yeah, just no, jump um, yeah, they through it. Yeah, they bang it out in that episode. Could, that was compl- the most unexpected thing. Well, I mean, I've like shippers I, confirmed. There you go. Yo, so like I can't blame them. Like they, the same reason I everyone's was running around super talking. Super uncomfortable though with Arya stripping on camera mm-hmm. and like. I mean, just because we've watched her from this mm-hmm. growing position, but like, I mean, good for her to you know she's experienced all this. Nasty, horrible shit. Yeah, no, she's no, absolutely I, right. her, like, it's her potentially it's her last Gendry, night. Yeah, it's alive. consensual. Both of them. It's cool. And but so like, good for her to you know you know what I might not live throughout tomorrow. So I want to know what it's like. I'm gonna go find the hottest guy that I think I've ever met, and she, I'm gonna uh, go and he yeah, it was that was that was and, surprising and to me. Maisie just... Williams sold it because she definitely had that inexperienced like she it she seemed was like she was dis- I liked the way she was grilling him about how many girls he slept with like it was just great she was playing the game of faces with him yeah she was and, definitely and it was just amazing that like she's using that to suss out you to know make how sure, much experience yeah. he has and how are you likely to be a no it was whore? good I mean for all the shippers there you go we got one thing confirmed one's confirmed least, two but, um, with you know our plus L and before J. and before that scene Arya had come upon the hound on the wall and was kind of hanging right out which him. was a pretty cool thing when she came up and they were just kind of i really BSing. enjoyed when the hound she sits down and the hound says normally you wouldn't shut the fuck up and now you're a mute and yeah, it was just yeah, a great was, and she says i've changed it was a great sort of change of their character and then barrack shows up well before that she even she's like why are you here? oh yeah yeah like yeah. and not here up on the battlements is what he you know cuntily responded with but she was like no like you joined the brotherhood you went to the north of the wall with john you're here at winterfell why are you here yeah you've never defended uh, fought for anyone else in your life and i definitely think that she took him off her list like oh yeah easily. well he he even surprised her i think a little bit with his response of i fought for you didn't i because yeah did. he was fighting brianne to keep her safe and so that was nice then yeah barrack dontarian shows up and Arya had taken him <laughs> off the list but she was kind of over it the hound threatens to throw him over the wall if he starts giving a sermon which was another funny And then Arya is like, nah, I'm out of here. I don't I'm, not, I'm not spending my last moments with you two old fucks. And then she goes and finds Gendry, and they get it on. 
Yeah, um, it was uh, caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that part. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, Danny's distrust of Tyrion frightened me a lot this episode. But Jorah, yo, and then Jorah's Jorah, being a fucking when boss he this yeah episode. he pulled uh, Danny aside and basically said that you know mistakes are made, but you made the smart decision in making Tyrion your hand. It's his mind that you you want. He can admit his mistakes, and, and yeah, this told, was a told mistake. Told her you need to forgive him. Like it's not. Yeah, and I mean I don't really like it at all but like that Tyrion trusted Cersei but like I think he his compassion he always did love her children except for Joffrey so like I think his, the, his compassion got the better of him I, I think there's more to the story but I don't really know but I I just yeah really like the way Jorah kind of went up to bat for him and, and yeah, yeah cause I, and I like the way that he came in at first and it seemed you know the writers made it this you know you appointed him the hand almost like he was trying to get her to yeah, throw like it his wanted, way. Yeah, like he wanted him to and, uh, for himself. It completely turned and he was defending. So I also uh, forgot to mention that I thought it was neat because they had the scene with Sansa and Danny sitting there t- discussing making amends and shit. And then the Theon one goes straight after. And so Danny witnessed her, you know, you know, all she's heard is this North loyalty, this North loyalty. Then this guy coming back for the queen. Like, it was, I, I, I rescued Yara for you. Yeah, she's yeah, taking she's the Iron Islands for, for you. you. I came here because I want to defend her. Yeah. And then Sansa to run up and, like, yeah, yeah. approach him that way. Yeah, like, I showed I think her really... that northern loyalty yeah. quite well. Um, from there, it was just, it was sort of reunion city So, the, we got great. that J- Jamie going down to talk to Brienne on the training field. Yeah. And Podrick Pod was, was fucking, fucking shit up. It looked like people. he was training yes, some of the I people. Yes, I agree. And like he was just flinging them away and like they were nothing. They got that great shot where they're they're legit. They're they're attaching dragonglass to the battlements of Winterfell. They're hammering it into those uh, wooden crosses. Yeah, Grey Worm has the cool bridges yeah, the that are like retractable. And shit. Yeah, they're, so they're preparing pretty well. But Pod, yeah, he's out there training people. It looks like. And so second tier of the episode, Jamie saying that he's not the fighter he used to be. I came north to pledge myself to fight beneath you in if this battle. Me. Yo, like yeah, he, to come under up, her command. Like that was fucking sick. Yeah, that was amazing. Um they the Jamie and Brienne moments though. Um, oh. so yeah, from <laughs> from there I'm just trying to remember all the fucking beats cuz this episode was so heavy. Um we had Sam present fucking Heartsbane. Yeah, that was towards the end of the episode, to but Jorah. It, God, that was cool cuz um, it was it was right after Jorah and Lyanna Mormont had a their little moment. Which yeah, that's was right. Cool. Oh well, that's right. Uh, Tormund arrived, and John was super excited yeah. to see them. And uh, John was running to go hug uh, Ed, and Tormund just tackled them out of nowhere. And they were right. We great. jumped to all these people yeah. sleeping and doing. Um and yeah, that, that's when Tormund. You know, we get the before the sun rises tomorrow, like where they'll be here. And, you know, the Umbers are wiped out. Anyone who's not at Winterfell at this point, he says, is the Army of the Dead. And so uh, they kind of plan and everything. And it's a nice reunion between all of them and yeah. Sam. And then... Well, because that was funny. Because John was running up to, to greet Ed. And it was like, yeah, they're going to be back together. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Tormund practically tackles yeah. fucking John, And he's, like, growling at him, the fact that he's alive still. Yeah, and then we get um, the essentially the, the the big battle like 
all of Plan, them yeah. in a room at a table. What a cool fucking Oh moment. my god, that scene like, was amazing. Um, we get the strategy of, you know, Bran's gonna be in the Godswood to draw out the Night King. With Theon, and Bran kind of yeah. tells us what his motives are. He's coming we for found me. Out, yeah, we found out what, what and, the end game and is. He is. He is just death. He is forgetting. He wants to cleanse this world. Of, of men is what he wants it. Of, so to where knowledge. it's basically animals and are And Sam roaming. has that great thing of saying that yeah knowledge is really what death is being forgotten and that reduces us to just bestial nature yeah and, and he so says so they Arya, say yeah. you know gets all defensive of we're not leaving bran alone in the godswood and john is right there with her and bran is all for you know just letting the night king come out with him and then they say will dragon fire kill the knights <laughs> and bran says i don't know no one's ever tried so like yeah we're, we're really hitting getting... some next level shit well that's here. it it's cool because now we're finally he revealed the end game. He what the Night King wants. What everybody's wanted to know. The Night King wants to just decimate. He yeah. wants so it doesn't matter if he's not gonna so that that I feel like gives kind of some some weight towards like when we were talking about Brandy saying the Night Queen or Cersei marrying the Night King. I don't think that's an option. Yeah. I no, think I that think, he wants everybody gone. I think it's more of an option now that he will be bypassing King's Land or Winterfell Which, on his own right. to go down. Because he wants Winterfell. everything gone. Uh, yeah. not, Winterfell's just one And stop. it would make sense because in Danny's vision of the house of the undying the the red keep is decimated and it looks like it's snowing and the snow is coming and there's in. a single dragon and so shadow. yeah he could go down there decimate it and clear them all and raise the army and then attack from both sides yeah king's landing is empty and that's when the snows fall and all that nonsense but we didn't get any king's landing this episode no we did I'm not okay, i'm okay yeah, with absolutely. absolutely right um we got a lot of preparations gray worm is sort of leading those preparations which is dope um he him, had a little moment him with him and Missande. We got to see some of the northerner racism, and uh, that yeah, was no pretty. Shit. I like. I like Missande. She was a little rude to Davos last season, but I can forgive her that. And her and Grey Worm had a nice moment of him asking, yeah, "What would the, you want to do?" You know, afterwards, let's get the fuck out of here with these crazy. W- so we can. Head oh out yeah, actually, that that conversation just reminded me. Skirt all the way back to Jamie apologizing to Bran and Jamie asking, "So what happens afterwards?" And Bran asking him, "You assume there is." What an makes afterwards. you think there is an afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, and like, that's what leaves their conversation on. Fuck, see, I man. just, I still don't think that Bran can see the future. I don't either. I think he can so, see events as they played out, like yeah. the Werewoods can see. Agreed. Yeah, I don't think he has a, an idea of what. But he did happen. give that line during the battle meeting, um, which we also found out during that that Theon and the Iron uh, Island guys he brought are going to stand and protect. Which I really Theon like that. I, I know. Again, like I I'm took, on board. I took now Winterfell board. from you. Like, yeah. let me protect you, so, which is great. And then nod, he, got, he gave him a nod. Yeah, I'm on board for Theon right now. Yeah, Bran approved like, that. And John um, even and Sa- Sansa was know, a little proud. It looked like of Theon. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. And so Bran gave that that little line about how you know the Night Kings tried this many times with all the other three eyed yeah, crows to kill them. And like, so he knows that he's he's looking he's coming for him, and he's he can see him at all times. Yeah. He says he knows where I am at all times with my with this mark. Yeah, Bran's location is on. And so I think that this is the first time John's getting a scope of what Bran's been through. You know, because he he reveals that he's been grabbed by the Night King. Yeah, like fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a huge deal. Like just having all these characters in one room. I know. Because right? then you know, we, yeah, we've got um, Tormund's in there. Jamie basically Jamie's, saying yeah. that like. We, we need to focus, you know, because John gives the whole thing where if you sort of kill one of the White Walkers, all the whites it's raised dead right. die, and so they should focus and the Night King. Jamie and, points out that he's not going to expose yeah, himself. Yeah, Jamie points out he'll never expose himself, and that's when Bran, you know, they decide to use Bran as bait, and 
Sansa's not really having it, but we find out like Brienne's leading the left flank and Jamie's gonna be under her. And so yeah, they did they dismiss this battle plan of sorts and head to bed. And John's been avoiding Danny this whole episode. Yeah, well especially you know, we all, we obviously know last episode he found out who he is and so it's probably just a little bit weird for him that that's his on. Yeah, like, and so and that's when we start getting preparations of people. Oh, that's when Arya and Gendry bone down, and everyone's sort of prepping themselves yeah, for the Yeah, and night. so we get Jamie and Tyrion are sitting in front of the fireplace. Well, talking. that's, I think, a bigger scene than let's skirt to um, John and Sam on the battlements of Winterfell. Oh, yeah, With yeah, yeah, our wait. first glimpse of ghosts. Yeah, so. Hey, Barry, uh, super excited. So likely, because of the budget, that's our last scene of ghosts. Yeah. But, you know. We, we yeah. got ghosts, so and we got uh, John and Sam. John up and there Sam talking, away. and it was a uh, it was a nice. John, Sam was asking John if he's told Danny yet, and John said no. And then they're joined by Ed, uh, and it was just great. The last three members of the Night's yeah, Watch. Yeah, because he walks up and says, "And now our watch begins," and it's like it was just ah. great to see the the full circle of the Night's Watch, where the wall that they're guarding is now the walls of Winterfell. Right, and, right. And they uh, well, because it's cool because we got all those. Um, season one episode one mirrors for the yeah. first episode and now we're getting you know because john didn't make it to the wall you know that we're getting some of these extra mirrors as well of those three stars because even sam mentions you know I, I think about how it how it all started back with you know gren and pip and yeah and all the other guys wait been they're like yeah now it's just the three of us yeah that's when ed even says that sam the slayer like that's who we're relying on that's how you know yeah, the world he gets is funny fucked. And sam it. gets defensive saying you know everyone tends to forget i was the first one who killed a white walker yeah he gets fucking all this dope. shit but then ed just finishes by saying you know that whoever's left burn burn the rest of us burn our dead bodies like and he said that before and it was just it was perfect symmetry for those three and so then yeah we get to jamie and Tyrion sitting enjoying some wine and they're just discussing life and yeah. how basically uh Tyrion says he wishes tywin was there and could see his two sons about to die drift defending yeah Winterfell. which was a funny line that Tyrion and they have says. a chuckle over it and then they are joined by my man Brienne and Pod and, and Tyrion super fills his wine glass and it's great because yeah, Brienne only tells him half a cup and yeah and, he does and they it join him and then Tormund comes in and Davos and Davos comes in and they have this great amazing little powwow yeah. of just bullshit and before they die then the scene that reduced me to fucking they start talking about knighthood and how Brienne is in the night and Jamie stands up and says you want to be a knight a knight can make another knight yeah, let's Neil. fucking do this. And she does, and you can see she's skeptical at first, and then they do it. And, and I wanted—I've been waiting to say this. Like, of all people to have, the only other better person they could have had in that room would have been Samwell Tarly to make sure it goes down in the history and you know written down. Yeah, but yeah. Of all the people to witness it, you know, Tyrion Ian. Lannister, Davos Seaworth, fucking Jaime Lannister, Podrick Payne, uh, Tormund. Just you know. The group in there that can tell the qu- Queen Daenerys and fucking Sansa and, you know, the Starks and just get the news around that. No, she's a fucking knight. Yeah. And so now we have Sir Brienne of Tar. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. They they did the whole kit and caboodle, too. They, yeah. they really gave this scene its time and let her be fully knighted. And you can see, I mean... The Gwendo- joy Gwendolyn on her face Christine when she steps up. Yeah, like, she she gives Brienne's fuck. first, you know, full smile in I think the series of, and yeah, Jamie doing it was just amazing. And, and like then, when when she looked over and got Pod's little nod of approval and smile, like 
Yeah, man. I, 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 I yeah, no, Tormund starts clapping. They all start clapping. Tyrion's raising toasts to her. That, it was amazing. And uh, that, that was, yeah, that was one of the first scenes that got me. And then they saw... Uh, I'm getting weepy again right now. We get some other, you know, fun scenes. I can't really remember the order specifically. But Tyrion starts asking for a song. And nobody knows the song. Nobody knows the song, and it comes around to Pod. Of course. And Pod starts singing, and it's put over some heavenly. montages of Winterfell, and it just—he's also singing Jenny's song Jenny's from Jenny song. of Old Stones, yeah. which just kind of got me right in the feels. And it's just superimposed all over these images of these characters that we know and love getting ready in battle. Well, yeah, because like because. Jamie was call- getting ready to call it a night, and Tyrion was like, no, like, come on, just yeah, a little more, no, no, yeah. and Davos, you know, well, we're out of wine anyway, and so that's why he called for the song, but yeah, it just starts montaging, and... Yeah, we get Sam laying with Gilly and, and them, and, and... Just some, you know, Jorah more blacksmithing, yeah, Jorah blacksmithing. looking, checking out the battlements, and then we get... John standing in the crib. Yeah, and Danny's approaching him, and this is when we get the straight up reveal because he's standing in front of Lyanna's. And yeah, and she asks, "Who is this?" And he says, "That's Lyanna Stark." And then she brings up Rhaegar that everyone told her Rhaegar was sweet. You know, and you're kind lying, and, <laughs> and everything like that. And how could he have raped her? And and John's just does he just said and yeah. said that she. He and didn't. she, man, her reaction was visceral. Like she was, she looked offended when he. Well, especially she you know, pulls and, away and, and it sucks because she just had the conversation about the manipulation. You know, I just traveled up here, which was a, such a good scene. Like I loved her line there. Like you know, I came here because to fight for your brother's army and this and that. Yeah, her who manipulated she loves John, who? Yeah, and for him to you know all of a sudden, oh well, your best friend and your brother are now claiming you're yeah. the rightful heir, you know? And so you could definitely understand where it's coming from, but at the same time, like, it's it's not far-fetched in Targaryen lineage for a, an aunt and a nephew. Like, that's not crazy. Yeah. So I still feel like he's perfectly willing to allow her the throne well, anyway. Well, of course, keeping with the theme, they get interrupted by the horns blasting to announce the arrival of the dead. and So they don't John get to finish runs, that yeah, story. Yeah, they run to the, the battlements, and we see Tyrion in them, and... Uh, it's actually been decided that Tyrion's probably going to go down into the crypts, even though he can fight. But mm-hmm. they're protecting his mind, which I I love. Protect my boy. Well, that's it. He's one of the important ones. If if you know the Night King's out to destroy memories and knowledge and and yeah, we get the the dead arriving. We get the horse hooves stepping down. Yeah, and so John makes a comment about arming something and looks at Danny and asks her a question, and she just kind of gives him this fucking oh yeah well he's uh i'm pretty sure he's just validating that like you're gonna go grab the dragons right and she yeah i think she storms off to do so but the look she gives him is not one of like Like, hey i love you and we still have shit to talk about because she was going down to approach him mainly because she's she's been noticing he's been blowing her off and she gets that bombshell so yeah it looks like we're gonna get the battle of winterfell and then this resolution to Sansa's what happens with the North and Jon's reveal that he's a Targaryen. And it's all coming to a head, pissed. man. Arya and, and, and Ghost Gendry appears, are, are so. banging it out. Yo, Arya and Gendry, do you think Arya's pregnant? She had a staff made. That's cool. That thing was cool, and she was kind no, of waving I don't it around. Think Arya's pregnant. You never know. Um, but yeah, the staff is pretty sweet. I'm really, really fucking scared about next episode because I feel like we're gonna lose. Somebody's dying. Somebody's at definitely least dying. Somebody. Oh yeah. I'm thinking oh, yeah. multiple at least. Oh man, I can't handle that shit. So who's your inductee for this episode? Holy Santa Claus shit. Um 
I don't, I don't even know, man. There's just so much. I <sighs> like. Can I just give it to scenes? I just want to give it to a scene. No, um, nope, nope. It's not how the shit works. I guess then, Jamie for just his arc and coming full circle and being able to knight Brienne and give her, I think, like the best moment of her life before the possible end of her life, and you can just see it on her face how much she wanted it and was just lying about not wanting it and how much it meant like the actress just fucking killed it and yeah it was good i i i don't know why i just that wasn't something i ever really expected to see just in my ponderings i hadn't been like okay brian will probably get knighted because you know i'm not looking at the minute shit of who's who's a sir at this point but i'm really glad the show took the time to do that scene and give brianne the night and especially with just such an important person to her so yeah that so i was jamie for inducting brianne throwing around the idea of do giving it to theon but i i i'm giving it to to brienne because she she fucking deserves it man she killed like, this episode yeah she fucking she did out and like she deserves to be knighted and I don't know. I just think that Brienne, like, because I remember back when I first had read some of her chapters way back when and shit in the books and seen her in the show. I was like, yeah, whatever. But, like, she's a fucking badass. Yeah, Brienne She's cool as shit. shit. She deserves to, she deserves the honor of being, like, because that's all she's ever really wanted is to be allowed to be knighted. And she got onto Redley's, you know, Kingsguard and, nope, fucking suck it. You get fucked there and it's put on you. She just always gets the shit end of the stick. And then, the, you know, Jamie came north because he's in love with Brienne. Like, you can't fucking convince me otherwise. He's there to fight under her. Like, yeah. he knighted her. Like, she is now on the same level as him. He, well, I suppose he's... That was one of the best parts was Jamie noticing, like, Tormund trying to oh, catch yeah. her affections. Oh, yeah, you could definitely see the little bit of the... And then it was great because of how fucking awful his story was oh, yeah. about the you know sleeping with the they're giant's all wife that he can, they're and then all he just ch- in various, chugs his yeah. a horn of booze so but yeah Tormund's and then, enjoying his last night alive you know what good for you Tormund you're fucking hilarious but Brienne and Jamie I ship that 100% so Brienne they can see they can just then we don't have to take up two rooms in the brotherhoods area we can just put them in That's one true. room so yeah, you're in Dusty and mine so right into Give us your inductees for episode two of season eight. Yeah. Fuck, man. We'll we'll follow up uh, again next week's episode. We'll start out with a little recap once we've had some time to process what the fuck just happened. Yeah, my all my emotions. Because I'm shook. pretty sure we missed a shitload of stuff. So, I feel like, like that as well, but um, I just right now I'm pretty shook over the whole goddamn concept of just life. And, yeah. And that that battle scene, that battle plan scene, just has me. Yeah, it was just level, so, so. And like we've got a plan now. We got a battle plan, motherfucker. Yeah. Whether or not it'll work. Yeah, I don't Drawing think so. Well, the King out, and I, they gotta have the dragons nearby, but not too nearby because yeah, they don't want to scare them away. I'm shook. Winterfell's fucked. So, you guys, all right, guys, we will, uh, we'll catch you on episode three. Yeah, so hit us on our socials, the, oh, yeah, uh, at Manners Without on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Brotherhood Podcast on, you know, for our Facebook stuff. <laughs> we have our Patreon episodes that are going to be coming up. We have the Aria, uh, sorry, I mean the Mercy episode will be popping up. Uh, on 
patreon.com slash manners without without manners brotherhood at gmail.com we can always be reached at you know all these usual itunes if you could give us a, a rate and review that'd be great i'm gonna go into a corner and just rock back and forth for a week now so we will catch you guys on episode three probably called the battle of winterfell yeah but otherwise you can also check out our our next uh, book read episode a reread episode which is Let's see, Ned 4 came out the other day, and so it would be Tyrion 3, maybe? Something like that. Something like you know, that. If you, if you listen to the reread, you heard us announce what it was last time, you're you're on board. You know where it is. Yeah, you got it. You know, so we'll catch you there, guys. Valor to Harris. Peace. Peace.